a business that you are obsessed with, built on the effortless feminine frequency, breaking all the freaking rules, having a lot of fun, and being a match for big money. This is Big Business Energy with Milana Saranak. Welcome to episode three of the money series. I'm so glad you made it all the way through to this one. If you clicked on this one first because it sounded super juicy and you wanted to dive in, highly suggest you go back and listen to one and two because we covered some really, really big things in there. But in this particular episode, what I really want to get into is the sabotaging behaviors that creep up and how they cement you in a certain income ceiling and how you're going to break through them so you can increase your capacity for wealth. And when I say wealth, I do not mean just let's have one high cash month in our business or let's have one big year in our business because that isn't wealth. There is plenty of people, there are plenty of business owners, unfortunately, who make a lot of money. They make a million, they make two million and they do not have wealth because that money is entirely spent. There is no money saved. There is no money invested. That money isn't working for them. And for me, wealth is money working for you. Because even now when you are attracting money and you may be funneling that attraction through your business, just totally fine and like big yes to that. But that money should go to work for you. And for me, I know that I don't want to have to work for money. I want money to work for me. This is a concept that I learned very, very early on when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad way back in the day. And it was like a light bulb went off when I read for poor people work for money, rich people, money works for them. And I was like, how do I become a rich person? Like, how do I become this? And this is what we're going to talk about. Because the reason why you may not feel like a rich person, even if you do have the money, and if you don't, you're like, well, this is why, is because your identity right now doesn't match up with that of someone who has wealth. And we will talk about identity a lot more in the final episode, which is the next episode. But in this one, what's like really relevant and important is that that identity is set at a certain point. And that point is like a point in your financial thermostat. If you think about your relationship to money and how much you are available for receiving and holding and having and how much wealth you're available for experiencing, there is a set point that feels comfortable and good. Anything less than that feels like uncomfortable. You're like, wow, I can't live off that or I can't imagine having less than that. And anything more than that feels out of reach. And this number is the thermostat, right? This is the limit, the internal limit that determines our level of comfort around money and therefore how much money we're going to have. This is super, super, super obvious for some people when they say things like, no matter what I do, my bank account just will not grow past X number. Or no matter what I do, 
I just cannot save more than this amount. And that is a massive indication that like, boom, you have a thermostat. We all do. I mean, you don't have to wonder, do you have a thermostat? Well, you have a limit. Every single one of us does. And the goal is expanding that limit. The goal is to understand why the limit is where it's at, to move beyond it and to expand it to a place where it feels more spacious, more abundant. Because right now I'm betting that limit is not where you want it to be. You wouldn't be listening to this otherwise. So no matter where your limit is, it gets to be higher and it can be higher. And the really interesting thing is that once you move your limit to a higher number, after a while, that number just feels it's the normal. It's like you can't imagine ever going below that. And you look back on yourself like five years ago, you're like, wow, I can't believe I lived with a limit of that, whatever that was back in the day. Where I also see the limit being really obvious for us as entrepreneurs is when someone has a really great launch or a really high month because they're selling a lot of stuff. So they're like, maybe they've been coasting and cruising around like 5k months and whatever it is. And then they have this launch and it's like a 30k launch. And they're like, whoa, this is epic. And now they're like, yeah, I've broken my upper limit. I had this amazing launch. I'm so happy. And they're like, thinking this is it. And then what happens is all of a sudden, the next month, it drops. It drops significantly. And the month after that, it drops. And eventually, if you look back on like the year, it just evens out to be the same amount of money they made the previous year or a slight tiny difference. And this is like a big sign that we're coasting at a certain thermostat number. So we're just resetting that thermostat because the thermostat works by setting a temperature. And if you go too high above it, it brings you right down. If you go too far below it, it starts to heat up. So you get more. So what will happen is you'll drop, you'll drop, 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 drop. And then you're like, oh my God, shit, shit, shit. I need to make more money. You suddenly go into overdrive. You suddenly start selling, doing all the things. You're really gearing up. And then now we're making money and we're just back to where we started. We're literally back to where we started because we're always coming back into our safe zone, into our comfort zone. And this is what our internal thermostat, which is our subconscious mind, is doing. It's bringing us back to the safety zone. And what determines your safety zone is your beliefs. It is your current beliefs around money. It is your current thought processes around money. It is how you see money right now. And it's where you feel safe and not safe to receive. So for example, you may have a story that more money, more work. And so internally, even if you're like, well, I want to make more money, you kind of don't because you think it's going to cause more work. So say you're like, well, I do want more money, but you believe that the only way to do it is to, let's say like sign 10 more one-on-one clients. And that would be a drain on your time. So you're like, that more money is going to mean I'm going to be working a lot more. 
and your internal desire may be to not work as much. So maybe you want to spend time with your kids. Maybe you just want time to yourself, whatever it is. And so now we're like, that's not safe. It's not safe to have more because if I have more, I'm going to be working more. I'm going to be losing access to my time and therefore we're in conflict. And so that safety repels the money to come in. Can you see how it works? And this applies to all areas around money. It applies to how much you're comfortable in receiving, right? So you have a thermostat for how much we're comfortable in receiving and what feels safe to receive. So maybe you've never held more than, let's say, I don't know, $50,000 in your bank account. And you're like, if I had more than that, you may be scared you would sabotage it somehow. You may be scared you would overspend it. Maybe you have some beliefs or even evidence that you have spent money recklessly in the past. And so it doesn't feel safe for you to have more than that. And so now we're always stuck at that amount. If it's your thermostat is also like set at how much you're comfortable at spending. So maybe you've never spent past a certain amount and you believe that if you would spend more than that, that would somehow put you in a financial ruin or in financial distress. And so you can't imagine yourself spending more than that. And you kind of like put it to like, I'm not the kind of person that spends this amount of money on this thing. People say this often with like designer bags and stuff like I can't imagine spending more than $3,000 on a bag or I can't imagine spending more than this amount on a house or I can't imagine spending this amount on a car. And really, they're all just projections because these are just items that people choose or not choose to have. A better way of saying that would be like, I choose to spend this amount on bags for myself or I choose to limit my spending when it comes to a car to this amount. And can you see how the wording is already changing the frequency? Because the previous frequency of like, I can't imagine spending that much already labels it as something that's out of reach, as like, you can't have that. Or the people that have that, subtly, you're referring to them as subtly, like somehow they're wrong or bad for doing that. Versus it's a choice of like, I can have that if I want, people that have that, good for them but I choose not to spend my money in that way, or I choose to spend my money in this way. The frequency is already different and it's so much more neutral and it brings you so much closer to overflow. The thermostat is always set to things in your business that I want you to think about now, like what's the biggest painful amount you've received from a client? You'll probably like, if you think about it, you'll notice that that amount is a very like consistent number. And if you think about receiving higher amounts, it may just feel like, whoa, that's a lot. I don't know if I can have that. Also think about the biggest cash month you've had in your business. And then think about the biggest day. Like what's the most amount of money you've received in a day in your business? And think about receiving more and notice the thoughts that come up there around receiving more. All of these things are your reflective of your beliefs around money and also reflective of your patterns around money. And your sabotaging behaviors around money, essentially, they're created to keep you in the safe zone where your thermostat now is. So I'll give you a couple of examples so you can like see how this works, but it could be that you find a reason 
all the time to not be consistent around selling in your business. You know, you're like, well, I'm just, I'm really tired today and I'll I'll sell tomorrow or I've just had a busy day and I'll do it tomorrow or it's too hard right now. Life's too chaotic. I'll figure it out later. You just have a reason. And then you go in a dip of no income. And now we have to come out of that dip. And we're sabotaging generally because the thermostat is keeping you in line, right? It's keeping you in line with whatever you were available to have before as your maximum. We also sabotage even in ways of like creating debt. Not that debt is bad at all. I think debt can be great, but debt that causes us financial distress or investing in things that cause financial distress for us. And then we're like actually in this cycle of like, oh my God, I need to make money. I need to make money. I need to make money. And we're replaying and strengthening the concept of money is hard to get. Money is an anxious thing. Money is never there, right? And we sabotage a secure pattern. We sabotage ourselves from making more because we're putting ourselves in a situation of financial pressure. Now, if we're already in these situations, it's not a cause for like, oh, I can never get out of it. Or it's not another reason for you to find and like beat yourself up. The best thing you can do is neutrally look at it and be like, huh, interesting. Look at the way I've created these situations for me. How are they reflective of my money attachment pattern of my financial thermostat right now? That's interesting. Let me clear that. Let me rewire these patterns and create new and healthier ones. Because as long as we're stuck in these patterns, we will always, well, I want to say sabotage, but we're not really sabotaging. We're simply doing what our brain is telling us to do to bring us back into alignment with safety. So while it sounds like sabotage, we're actually think we're helping ourselves because we're like, no, I'm like, you're unsafe right now. You're earning more than you should be, and this is not safe, or you're learning less than you should be, and this is not safe. And so we need to bring you back to safety. And that's how we, what looks like sabotage on the outside, but it's a pattern playing out. Does that make sense? It's a pattern playing out that's getting you aligned to safety. So how do you break through that? How do you rewire that? Well, the first thing is, like I said, understanding the money pattern and understanding where your thermostat lies now. And then it's understanding the underlying core beliefs that sit under that. The beliefs that sit under how much you're available for having, how much you're available for making, how much you're available for holding and undoing those beliefs. The work is always the same. What is unhelpful belief? What would be a better belief to have? Adopting a new belief. And the thing is, this work is often hard to do without someone guiding us because it's really hard to know what a better money belief is unless you have someone helping guide you in what a better money belief is, who's rewired their own money pattern. Because we don't learn this. Like no one teaches us this. And it's not as simple as just being like, money's abundant, money's everywhere. Because if we all chanted that all day long, like, and that worked, we'd all be billionaires, but we're not. And so that's not enough because this is subconscious work. And the subconscious work requires an identity shift. It's not just a, oh, what are my limiting beliefs? And like, let me clear them. But it's like an identity level shift. And that is a next 
level way of actually healing your relationship to money and receiving more. And that is exactly what we're going to talk about in the next episode. So I hope you tune in for that. And if this has been super interesting for you, if this is sparking something in you, if you are feeling an awakening coming on where you are really ready to do the deeper money work, not the surface level money work of like affirmations and little rituals, but the money work that shifts you at an identity core level, then I'd love to invite you into the Money Frequency program. There will be a link in the show notes or on the page, depending on where you are listening to this, that is going to take you to another page that it's going to give you more info on this program. And I would absolutely love to have you inside so we can do this deep work together and create a lasting impact. 